Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So now the media has decided that it's okay to call anyone that still supports Donald Trump as the shaming continues. Nazis. That's right. You're a Nazi if you still support this president. This is part of this listing of conservatives that should make you be terrified. You should be terrified of being on the list. Now, they're making this enemies list, and we know about this. Anyone that supported Donald Trump, they're saying, we're going to put you on this list. And you are going to uh, be on this list as a culprit of the Trump administration. Well, now you've been described as nothing more than a Nazi if you are still supporting the president and the recount efforts. On NBC, Jeff Greenfield said that Trump's base is like Nazis. Take a listen. And I think because we've seen how close we came this time, that if there is this drive among what is now the Republican Party, I guess the Trump Party, to make sure this can't happen again, to make sure that our people are in position to do what wasn't done this time, we've got a problem. Uh, Because I can see in 2022 a number of these Republicans being removed from their jobs and replaced by people who are willing to do whatever it takes to keep their candidate in power or to put him in power. And once you have the state legislators asserting that power, I then worry about the courts. Because there are people, even on the Supreme Court, who believe the state legislature's power is almost uh, 
total. And so I think uh, I'm using a very blunt metaphor here, Joe. If you remember or if you know how the German Luftwaffe used the Spanish Civil War as a testing ground for their theories, I think we may be seeing some of the more extreme supporters of someone like Donald Trump saying, we've learned from 2020, we know what to do next time. Yeah, you're a Nazi. Did that go um, unrebuked? Yes. Did, was there any pushback? Not at all. Why, why would you push back to that? Because that just sounded good. And if you don't think things are bad right now, even, uh, even Karl Rove was on TV earlier talking about this, the attacks from social media, talking about these attacks where Trump's base is like Nazis using the Spanish Civil War as a testing ground for their theories. They're going to shame you into running away and denouncing Donald Trump. And Karl Rove was on Fox News Channel where he talked about what the president talked about, about big tech coming after all of us, big tech censoring us, silencing us. They've done it to me. We have no reach now on our page. We have all these organizations that are coming after us trying to say what we say is fake news so that we will be shut down and your reach will, your reach will be limited so that even the people that follow you won't see what you're actually posting anymore. Here's what the president had to say, and then Karl Rove's response, which he is absolutely right. And social media execs of being massively corrupt and trying to control the narrative. Listen. It's a situation the likes of which we don't have freedom of the press in this country. We have suppression by the press. They suppress. You know, you can't have a scandal if nobody reports about it. Let's bring in Carl Rove. He is the former White House Deputy Chief of Staff to President George W. Bush. He is also a Fox News contributor, the perfect guy to talk to you about this. So, Carl, it's kind of old hat by now, you know, this idea that the media is tougher on Republicans than Democrats. But this issue of major anti-conservative bias on the big social media platforms is something I think a lot of Americans are just starting to get used to now, this after the 2018 and now 2020 elections. Um, tell us your thoughts on that. Well, first, let's say something about the media. Yes, the media have always had sort of a left of center bias. But we have seen over the last couple of years that it is uh, with this president at this time, it is more extreme than it has ever been in our lifetimes. Uh, the animosity, the hostility towards the president and his party are enormous. And not only just at the president and his party, but at, at the voters who supported him. We had uh, recently a, 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 a figure on, on uh, cable TV was quoted in Vanity Fair, I believe it was, as saying, as wondering about those uh, all those Trump supporters, were they bat blank crazy? Were all of them bat, you know, crazy? So the, the hostility yeah. is just amazing to me. But now we have the so whole social media issue, and yes, uh, the the president is both a, a dominant figure in that in that arena with his huge number of Twitter followers. He has, in essence, the world's largest newspaper. Uh, it just has to have very short articles. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, there are very, very real concerns that these that these media firms, which are dominated by people who are from the center left and some of them very far left, uh, consciously censor conservative content and are hostile yeah. to conservative voices. And as a result, there's lots of uh, uh, lots of interesting uh, discussions in Congress about how to rein in the social media firms. Right. And it's not just from the conservatives. They're also from liberal firms as well. Now, I want you to think about where we are right now post-election. There's an enemies list that the Democrats have put together. 
an enemy's list of anyone that supported Donald Trump. They're going back and archiving the tweets of these individuals so they can never say they didn't support the president, right? Trying to hold them somehow hostage, which is hilarious to me. They're saying that these people who support the president should never work in government again. That should never happen. They should never work in government again. They should be exiled from government. That is insane. Okay, let's let's be clear about that. That's insane. You have big tech who's coming after and attacking any conservative, limiting their reach, limiting who they can see, who they can talk to, uh, doing everything they can to just shut it down. Shut it down. And now you've got the actual media out there who is reporting that anybody that supports Donald Trump is pretty much like a Nazi. Pretty much a Nazi. And you're just test running for your next Nazi attack, your next Nazi Gestapo move. Now, let's let's talk about if you want to talk about Nazis, I am I'm fine to talk about Nazis. You want to talk about actual Nazis and Nazi-like mentality and implementing things that the Nazis would do? Let, let's just look at the Vermont governor. The Vermont governor has come out, and, and the kids now, because the Vermont governor has decided that your kids should now become spies on you and what you do in your household, he is grilling students today who have come back to school on their Thanksgiving celebrations. The Vermont governor, Phil Scott, said during a press conference that schools in his state will include new questioning of students about whether students and their parents attended gatherings outside of their households following the Thanksgiving holiday. If the students tell the school that they did have a gathering of people outside their household following uh, during the Thanksgiving holiday, they will be immediately sent home and required to take online classes for a two-week quarantine period. Or you can quarantine for a week and then pay to have a COVID-19 test done. If it comes back negative, then your kid can go back to school. Okay, let's talk about Nazis. If you're going to start saying, because I, I support Donald Trump, that I am, I'm a Nazi, which is what has happened on MSNBC, then I'm happy to have that debate with you. You've now weaponized children against their parents to spy on their parents on their activities. These questions should never, ever be asked of parents, excuse me, of kids without their parents present. The job of the school system is not to interrogate children about who you ate with on Thanksgiving and what you did on Thanksgiving and where you went on Thanksgiving and then turn those kids against their parents. I don't like this idea. I want to make it very clear. I do not like this idea of parents having to tell their kids to lie so that their kids can still go to school. But that's pretty much the situation that you've just decided was going to happen. That's pretty much the situation that you're describing right now. That's what this situation has now become. If your kids tell the truth that they saw grandma, they have to come home. You want to talk about the Nazis? What do the Nazis do in Poland? What do they do in France? What do they do in the occupied territories? Many times they use the kids as spies. 
Tell us that there's someone in your house that doesn't belong in your house. Trust me, it's for your parents' own good. Tell us what your neighbors are doing or what your friends' parents are doing that you hear about. If they're harboring or doing illegal things, if they're keeping too much of their goods, too much of their milk, too much of their sugar, too much of their whatever it was at that moment in time that they said you can't have your own of. Tell us about it and we'll fix it. Tell us about it and we will fix it. We'll fix it to the way it's supposed to be. You're a good little youth. How is it any different what is happening right now in Vermont? A child should never be interrogated without their parent there. And a child shouldn't be forced into a position to either lie or have their parents be angry. And, and let's also talk about these kids. What type of situation are you putting them with parents who might be volatile or anger, have anger management issues or might be abusive? Little Timmy goes to school. He's asked these questions. He gives in because he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't lie. You come home, and what happens to that kid? They beat him. They abuse him. I can't go to work now for the next two weeks because you couldn't hold it together. And then for the next two weeks, they're dealing with either verbal or physical or mental abuse. But first, I want to remind you about the number one conservative organization in the country called AMAC. They are fighting right now to protect your vote. And if you have not joined AMAC, I want you to join for free and sign the petition that will go to state legislators, governors, U.S. senators, congressmen, the Department of Justice, and the Attorney General Bill Barr to stand up and make sure that this never happens again. If you have not signed the petition, do it now and stand up for your, the integrity of your vote. How do you do it? You go and go to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com, www.benfreeonline.com. And you can join the number one conservative organization in the country and sign the petition to stand with President Trump to stop voter fraud. You'll also get the AMAC magazine for an entire year. The conservative magazine will be sent to your home for free. And you'll be getting updates on all sorts of legislative issues that can affect you and your family. So if you're tired of sitting on the sidelines and you're ready to get organized and you're ready to fight back, join 2.3 million other conservatives right now and sign your name to the petition to stop voter fraud. Go to BenFreeOnline.com to do it. That's BenFreeOnline.com. You would think that this governor would have thought about the situation that he put these kids in when he's basically using them as spies. I'm sure the governor would tell you he cares about the safety of your children and the security of your children, right? He cares about your kid's safety, cares about your kid's security. He cares about them. That's why he's trying to protect them from COVID. You think they even thought for even just a moment, a half a moment, one one thousandth of a moment? You think they even thought about the possibility of what could happen to these kids when they are sent home? That if the kid doesn't get it right and the kid doesn't snitch on their parents' activities of seeing their grandparents on Thanksgiving, that that kid's now going to go home to a hostile environment with a verbally, physically, mentally abusive parent for the next two weeks? You know, the stress that you put parents under, and there's a lot of stress you can put parents under. Don't forget that. 
if they all of a sudden can't go to work for two weeks because they got to babysit their kid. And when you're desperate for money right during the holidays, can you imagine what could happen? Can, can you imagine what these kids could go through at home in that situation? What could happen to them in that moment, in that situation, when that phone call comes through? Did anybody think about that? Because there are some parents that abuse kids. We know that. And for two weeks, this abuse could continue until they get to come back to school. Because you've now weaponized children to turn on their parents. But yes, please lecture me that I'm a Nazi, MSNBC. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and, and tell me that I'm a Nazi because I still support Donald Trump and that I'm doing some sort of test run for the next election as a Nazi. And I think because we've seen how close we came this time, that if there is this drive among what is now the Republican Party, I guess the Trump Party, to make sure this can't happen again, to make sure that our people are in position to do what wasn't done this time, we've got a problem. Uh, Because I can see in 2022 a number of these Republicans being removed from their jobs and replaced by people who are willing to do whatever it takes to keep their candidate in power or to put him in power. And once you have the state legislators asserting that power, I then worry about the courts. Because there are people, even on the Supreme Court, who believe the state legislature's power is almost uh, total. And so I think uh, I'm using a very blunt metaphor here, Joe. If you remember or if you know how the German Luftwaffe used the Spanish Civil War as a testing ground for their theories, I think we may be seeing some of the more extreme supporters of someone like Donald Trump saying, we've learned from 2020, we know what to do next time. No one was there to rebut that or talk about how insane that is. And this guy will, by the way, keep getting paid to say stuff like this. It is all out war on us. And I'm talking about us as a group of people that believe just in in, in freedom, nothing else. It is all out war on us when it comes to the issue of freedom. Why do you think they're making an enemies list? Why do you think they're treating people this way? You know, the Whole Foods CEO, not exactly what you would consider to be a liberal or, excuse me, a conservative store. I mean, Whole Foods is pretty granola-y, pretty kind of, you know, Austin, Texas-y, New Jersey-y. I mean, this is the place where you get potions and kind of greeny stuff. Even the Whole Foods CEO, John Mackey, is blasting the left And their Green New Deal and praising capitalism and warning that socialism destroys. These CEOs now are realizing what's coming and they're out there saying it's it's worth it now. It's it's kind of it's it's kind of, you know, time that we start standing up and not be silent anymore. We're not we're not defending Donald Trump. We're defending we're defending capitalism now. This is how far gone we are. Mackey said that the single biggest misunderstanding about business in America today And capitalism is the notion that businesses exist solely to make money in some evil way. He said, noting that until we get this corrected, capitalism is always going to be disdained and criticized and attacked. And he's right. He said, quote, it will be attacked for its motivations because its motivations are seen as 
somehow they're impure. And yes, of course, business has to make money. Businesses that don't make money, they fail. But that doesn't mean that it's its only purpose is to make money. He said a good way to explain it is my blood has to produce red blood cells. If I And if I stop producing red blood cells, I'm going to die. But just because I have to make red blood cells does not mean the purpose of my life is to produce red blood cells. This CEO of Whole Foods is warning America right now of this cultural intelligence, as he calls it, of the progressives. He said this progressive worldview doesn't work. Now, he's going to get obliterated, by the way, for making these comments. He says it doesn't work. He said progressives, because they dominate academia, he's right, Hollywood, he's also right, and the media, which he's definitely right about, punch way above their weight class in terms of their actual numbers. But that's the cultural war we're in. He said it's going to be a disaster if we replace socialism or we replace capitalism with socialism. He said it will be a disaster. Let's talk about history. Socialism has been tried 42 times in the world in the last 100 years. How many times it failed out of the 42? You guessed it, 42 failures. It doesn't work anywhere, in any culture, under any language, under any government. It is the wrong way. And this CEO says we have to keep capitalism. We're not. You notice this conversation, how terrifying this conversation actually is. We're not debating anymore about Republican and Democrat, conservative, liberal. We are debating over capitalism and socialism. That's what we're debating now. We are debating capitalism and socialism. This CEO is not talking about Donald Trump or Joe Biden. He's talking about the progressive left, which is anti-capitalist and wants to turn us into a socialist country, and that's exactly what they're going to try to do during the next four years. And as a CEO of a company that no one, I think, would would consider to be um, hardcore conservative-esque, it's just not. Right? I mean, it's really not. It's not really hardcore conservative-esque. He's telling people you might want to wake up and smell the coffee. You might want to realize what's actually happening here. If we continue down this road, it will be a disaster. It will be a disaster. Socialism has been tried 42 times in the last 100 years and 42 failures. He said one of the additional disasters of progressivism were that it was that it teaches people to not be patriotic about America and portrays the country as the worst that's ever existed. He's right. He said progressivism was authoritarian, self-righteous, and canceled people who have different views. He said the left is making it impossible to do business. He said America's in kind of a rocky place right now. That's the understatement of the day. He said the fact that we are having real discussions nationwide and implementation of defunding the police movement tells you everything you need to know. He says his company's had to hire significantly more security guards now because the police are not there. You, you look at socialism 
in this country and how they're trying to implement it. You look at the warnings coming from the Whole Foods CEO saying you got to pick capitalism over socialism. You look at the cabinet choices coming from the Biden administration. Uh, majority of the people in the cabinet now are, are declared socialists, not capitalists. They're not in favor of democracy. And you look at these lockdown orders that are going to put millions out of work. And small businesses are going to expire. They're going to die for good this time. The financial ruins that you're going to see from these second set of lockdowns are going to be unbelievable. Well, now you have something else. More people you're about to have to compete with in this country. As leaks are already starting to come out, admitting that former Vice President Joe Biden is now planning to roll back all of President Donald Trump's immigration reforms. Experts have already said it will make for a huge surge of illegal immigrants coming across the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, two of Trump's most consequential reforms that have been implemented uh, have been the one, Remain in Mexico, and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, Title 42 rule, which has greatly slowed illegal immigration at the southern border while allowing federal immigration officials to quickly return border crossers to their native countries. That, we're being told now, will be undone immediately. Remember, you're supposed to remain in Mexico. This ensures the border crossers claiming asylum are not immediately released into the United States. And, of course, given a court date that they never show up for. That's what we did do under the Obama administration. You came across the border. You claim that you're being persecuted. You're claiming that you're seeking asylum. We give you a court date. You disappear into our society and you take away a job from a hardworking American and you never show up. We got rid of that under Donald Trump, which is one of the reasons why we had unemployment go to historic levels of low unemployment, all time lows for Hispanics, as well as African-Americans, as well as women, as well as young people. Because you weren't having to compete with illegal immigrant labor like you had to under the eight years of Obama when you had high unemployment. Many people, of course, are more than happy to overlook the reality of that. So now what we're being told is the Biden administration will immediately get rid of these rules. They will allow you to stay in the U.S. instead of having to stay in Mexico or going back to Mexico. Now, the policy that you had under Trump Help lead to blue-collar wage spike for Americans working and lower middle-class Americans that often must compete against newly arriving illegals and legal immigrants in the U.S. labor market. Apparently, the Biden team, transition team, is now vowing to roll back not one, but both of these reforms and move that even insiders close to his transition team said, yes, will lead to a surge of illegal immigration. But if you're trying to turn us into a socialist country, why not? Each of these policies has made claiming asylum in the U.S. at the southern border nearly impossible. But the consequences of pulling them back too quickly could result in a sudden increase of migrants on the southern border. That is actually what was said on CNN yesterday. You don't want a surge to happen before you're ready to handle it, said Andrew Salih, president of the Migration Policy Institute. 
a nonpartisan think tank. Quote, we're going to have to rely on one of those policies they hate the most and that they disagree with philosophically so that we can get to a long-term fix, he went on to say. The former DHS, Department of Homeland Security official, echoed that concern on CNN, saying, quote, you have to have a pressure valve in place before you start unwinding the policies or you'll allow a crisis to generate. Nonetheless, progressives are saying get rid of it immediately. There's no time to unwind it. There's no reason to have a pressure valve in place. They want full open borders immediately. So you have millions of Americans losing their jobs with these second shutdowns, and now you want to allow tens of millions of illegal immigrants to come in and compete for the jobs while lowering wages right now for many businesses would be a great thing because they're trying to survive. Even the pro-migration lobby is warning of a surge at the U.S.-Mexico border as a result of Biden's plans. Bloomberg columnist Noah Smith, for example, wrote that such an illegal immigration boom would be politically negligent of Biden. Quote, in economic terms, a few hundred thousand Central American immigrants will do little but hurt the U.S. Their presence will rile up law and order voters who bristle at the notion of people crossing the border illegally or skipping out on asylum hearings. That could hurt Biden with constituents like Hispanic voters who live in the Texas border counties that swung hard for Trump in 2020, he added. Nevertheless, the progressives are going to move forward, and Biden's plan has been embodied by the the appointment of former DHS official Alejandro Mayocas to lead the agency. His record at the agency included lowering immigration fraud standards on purpose, approving as many visas as possible on purpose, and maximizing immigration to the U.S. on purpose. That is the guy that they are going to have as the DHS secretary. By the way, the guy who's going to be your Department of Homeland Security secretary, Mayakos, was flagged in 2015, quote, for intervening to help Democrat-connected foreign investors involved in the EB-5 work visa program by the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General, meaning what he did was illegal, and that's the guy that's going to be protecting your border now, or I should say opening up your border like never before. What a perfect storm for socialism. Mass influx of illegal immigrants competing for jobs, lowering wages, Americans out of work, then depending on the government for any stability in their life. Sounds to me like this is exactly what they wanted. Screw the American worker, which also means screw capitalism, and slowly implement full-blown socialism using illegal immigrants to help you get to the bottom of the barrel quickly and have a lot of people unemployed so they're now dependent on you for everything. Isn't that impressive? It's amazing how fast they can get all this done. So to recap, you got... 
Vermont kids being told to spy on their parents. Sent home for two weeks if they saw their grandparents on Thanksgiving. In New York, you're being told to spy on your neighbor and your fellow businesses that they're breaking the rules. In Oregon, you're being told you can't see anybody that doesn't live in your household. In Tennessee, in Memphis, you're being told you can't even eat with someone that doesn't live with you, but you can go shopping with them. You can work with them side by side all day long. No problem. You can do all that. No, no issues there. No problems there. Think about that. Shutting down businesses in California, including eating outside. You can't even eat outside now in California. Think about that. Can't even eat outside now in California. Welcome to America under Democrats. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Elections have consequences, clearly. And these are the consequences of the election. These are the consequences. And I'll leave it at that. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.